passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I got a 9.30 Zoom uh, with Michael Chandler, who is a UFC fighter, lightweight, University of Missouri. It's his second fight. He was a longtime Bellator guy, 10 years. Uh, and he's fighting uh, the Oliveira guy, who I think is what, like ranked fourth or something? Third, I believe. What is, uh, what's Chandler rated? Ranked? Fourth. Fourth. Oh, and so it's three versus four. Yep. Oh, man, that's going to be tough. I watched the Watterson fight this past weekend. Poor little thing. Yeah. Did the best that she could. That, that Rodriguez chick is just a stud. Uh, UFC 262, Oliveira versus Chandler happened on Saturday, May 15th. Toyota C- Center, Houston, Texas. I was at the Toyota Center when Matt Sarah knocked out GSP. Caught him. You can watch it live on ESPN+. Plus. Preliminary start at 6.30. Main car starts about 10. That's, I think that's, uh, east, is that, that's probably Vegas. at Eastern. That's oh, Eastern time. Uh, Mike, uh, you can get a hold of all of Mike Chandler's stuff. It's pretty much all at Mike Chandler MMA. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and anything else related to Michael Chandler, go to Michael Chandler. Uh, dot com. So we'll do. We're gonna have like a Zoom deal, and he won't be able to see us, will he? No. I like that. I know you do. Y- you know what? <laughs> Screw you, bitch, because you like it too. It's nice. Don't think about now. Now, but I mean, people see us on Twitch, so you know what I mean. It's no, not like I know. We're oh yeah, hidden. but I mean, I'm, I, I guarantee you these big time interviews that we're doing, they don't go monitor Twitch. No, they're just uh, doing a whole bunch of interviews to a bunch of whole bunch of stupid radio people all day to promote their their deal that they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. like we're just part of a radio roundtable. Although, Caveman kind of slices us out our own little real estate because we're big time. That's right. And I'm so good that Caveman often is like, hey, listen, I, we can't go the standard uh, Grand Rapids 10. We need Bubba. We need the Bubba is a big timer 20. Mm-hmm. And they go for it because Bubba's part time door dasher, too. You going to tell him that? You don't want part-time board dasher. <laughs> now, Blitz, can I – I can go to other screens. Like, I could go look at Twitch right now. Yeah, you just can't play anything with audio. Okay, I can't. But what I'm saying is, like, my left screen is where he's coming up at, right? Correct. So I, don't, I can – You lump, can do whatever you want with the right screen. That's what I'm saying. Okay, right screen, Willie. Yeah, yeah. Now, what has been the – you know, the seventh man, they're very critical. Almost too critical. They're wired like Blitz. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it'd be interesting to see what they've, what they've been saying about my door dashing. You know, think, but hopefully Chris, Chris Spada 
from the St. Pete Times doesn't get a hold of that information. Because remember when they did the whole big where are they now deal? That yeah. big front page article on me. And, and I, I really hadn't quite. I wasn't at that time door dashing. Oh. <laughs> now I am. Door dashing is, uh, listen, I don't really do it for the money. I, it's kind of cool. Sure. But I do do it for the money. Sure, sure. Because it's cool. You, because it's cool. We'll go with that. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, yeah. We'll do it. You I'll do tell it you what's cool. cool was when they when I look at my bank account and there's like 90 extra dollars in there. and I That means know. you do it for the money. Mm. That's I, I think that's why most people do it. For money? Not because they. <laughs> not because it's cool. Not because well, it's their passion. No, yeah. I mean, mm. door dashing. You have a passion be. for getting people their food. Yeah, I like the money. Of course, I like the money. But you're. All, I think you also like to work too. Oh my how god, about Bubba's Cankles. Bubba's Cankles <gasps> likes to work. How about twenty three? How about twenty three thousand large? Hell yeah. He said he hates that you have to door, da- door dash. Aww. No, don't do don't that, worry. guys. <clears throat> Don't do that. I'm he just, does it because it's cool. I mean, I mean, I'm just doing it because I'm grinding. I'm trying to save money. I'm just trying to like, you know, because I'm kind of paying for a little bit of Tyler's racing right now too. So mm-hmm. that's kind of getting expensive, and so I'm just grinding. Tyler's grind. We're all just grinding. We're just grinding, so we have a couple extra hundred bucks in our pocket. No big deal. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Uh, why do you DoorDash when uh, a Bubba one ninety nine can make three thousand dollars? Because um, good, you I have, always need more money. Because I got thirty three thousand yeah. dollars of in, expenses. Because Ethereum is like forty three hundred bucks. Because, oh my God. because my payroll is seventeen thousand a month. I'm just saying, like I got a bit. I signed the front of the checks, buddy. Mm-hmm. I got a real business going on here. That's what a lot of the radio personalities that talk smack about me here in town don't realize that they don't they don't have to run a business. Nope. They just show up, do their show. Play in a band, just do some stupid stuff. Don't have any other, you know, like you don't have, you don't have to have, you don't, you're not, you don't. You're not responsible for other people and their living. Right. Mm -hmm. I kind of am. You very much are. And so that's why Anna and I will be bowling today so we can make it a YouTube sensation. Catch money. Uh, By the way, today at noon is my. um, There he is on the, on Zoom. Letter from Howard. And then tomorrow's Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Is this him right here? Mm Mm-hmm. There he is, man. He looks pretty rugged. Just Whoa. looking at him, doesn't he? Yeah. Hold on, let me let me get Whoa. him. Let me get him going on. I wouldn't want to mess with that guy. You can tell how cool he is by you. Know, hold on, let me see if I can find. I can't quite hear you yet, Michael. So let me see here. It's my fault. I'm completely technical. Stupid. Is it on mute? Hold on. Is, 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 no, I was I was muted. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, it better ever happen again. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better pack a lunch. You can't say that to this guy. You just gotta sit there. As soon as you see a guy that's got ears like that, it's when you know to back it off a notch. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, when you know that when the AirPods are barely sticking in, when the yeah. AirPods, AirPods about to fall out. Like if I saw yeah. you, if I saw you in a bar and you're starting some problems, I'd be like, "Listen, sir, I don't want no problems with you, okay, buddy? And if you thought I looked at your wife's ass a little too long, I am so very sorry. I ain't got nothing but nothing for you, buddy." Michael, uh, Michael Chandler, a ten-year Bellator ch- uh, 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 guy, and how many championships did you have over at Bellator, Michael? I have three. And uh, and then just I think this is your second UFC fight, right? Second UFC fight would be my first UFC title. Uh, now, when you're making the ch- – when you make – how does the guy – like, and this is probably a stupid question, but, like, when you're a Bellator guy, and I'm not trying to talk bad about anybody, but Dana, I mean, the the UFC is the – you know, not that Bellator's not the big leagues, but the UFC is kind of the NFL of, of, of the MMA, is it not? Absolutely. You know, the, uh, the UFC is the biggest, um, largest, most highly regarded – MMA promotion in the world. Uh, what Dana and Fertitas have done and built since 1993 is really why 
this sport is where it is as a whole. Um, and I was able to make a living outside of the UFC because of the the growth of the UFC and how they built the industry. So yeah, this was uh, this was a decision that I made um, coming over. It was essentially just like a contract, like any NFL guy, any NBA guy. Your contract gets comes up on its term or on its number of fights, and you decide whether or not you want to renegotiate before that last fight or you want to test free agency. I felt it in my heart to test free agency, had one conversation with Dana, had one meeting with Hunter Campbell. We were equally yoked in a lot of different areas. They wanted me to come over. I always wanted to fight in the UFC. It was a pretty easy deal, and here we are fighting for the title. I've actually heard that Dana, and by the way, Dana calls the show all the time. You'll never hear me speak a bad word about that guy, but I heard that Dana is pretty straight up when it comes to negotiation. Like, he's just pretty, like, you know, if he likes you and he thinks you're good, he's just pretty straight up on it. Like, he just tells you like it is. Yeah, and, and that's the way it should be, you know. Um, I, I'm i the same way, you know. The, the truth is the truth, whether it's my truth or your truth, and then some, somewhere in between we can find our truth together or we can concede or we can find a common ground. Um, but at, at, at the onset of it, I knew, like I said, I knew I wanted to come to the UFC. I had that one, that one call with Dana, and I essentially just told him, you know, why I thought I would be great for the organization. He was telling me why he wanted me to come over or why I should pass up on other offers that may be even more lucrative to start. Um, I made that decision, and I'm happy I did. Now we're going to fight for this UFC title. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's three versus four, isn't it? Isn't Oliveira three and you're four? Yes, sir. That really sucks, man. I really wish you were fighting like uh, the ten guy or something like that. I mean, you really got. Your, <laughs> I mean, you got Not your work. Me. You got your work cut out. But I mean, when you beat Oliveira. Now, now the championship's vacated. So when you beat Oliveira, what happens? So, uh, so then I, I become champion. So I, I'm the champion. Then essentially, so man, I, you I could just, be that. You could be that, Michael. You could be the champion out Sunday, buddy. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Saturday night, man. Saturday night, we're gonna have that belt. So it's. Uh, Are you gonna be like pretty, who was that big heavyweight that used to go Tim Silva? Back when I used to, yeah. back when I used to roll, when I, see, when I was on Sirius XM, they would pay me to come out to Vegas, and I would do like my lap, my two days worth of shows at the uh, Mandalay, and they bring all the boys, Muscle Shark, you know, Grandy, all the boys. Well, the ongoing rib was if Tim Silva wins, he's gonna sh- ne- never, ever, ever go. I think he even showers with his belt. I think he did. <laughs> that is that is not me. I actually. Uh... It's going to be like pulling teeth for them to to get me to want to bring the belt places. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like it. It draws too much attention, you know. I, uh, but we'll see. You know, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to have it. I'm excited to put it on my mantle or or put it on display somewhere or bring it places when I need to. But it's going to be a. it's going to be the culmination of a of a decade and a half inside this sport of of really getting after it and truly two decades, 21 years of fighting and, and training and hand to hand combat. When I started with as a high school wrestler, college wrestler, and now a mixed martial yeah, artist, and, so and, and it'll you, be good. And you had to walk on at Mizzou, like they didn't even like you were a walk on, and then you went on to be like a four timer, didn't you? Yeah, so I, I was a four time uh, NCAA qualifier. I was an All American uh, by my senior year, but yeah, I didn't didn't have an offer of a scholarship. I was just the, you know, the the, the runner up at, at the Missouri State Championships and walked onto the team. And Coach Smith, our, our head coach, didn't look at me for the first year, didn't say a word to me for the, for the first year. But eventually, he started realizing, man, this kid works hard and doing the right thing in the classroom. And um, it, it all worked out well for me. And uh, here we are fighting for hey, the UFC title. You may know. Just because you're from Mizzou is a Big Ten, isn't it? 
Mizzou's Big 12. Okay, Big 12. But you know all you NCAA wrestlers all know each other. It's such a small community, you know. Yep. And I am yeah. I don't know if you know this guy or not. I'm just going to mention one name. But he's a really, really good friend of mine. Uh, and he was a four-time state champion in, in, in Florida. And he went, for, went to wrestle for Michigan. And I think he might have been a... 40 35 or a 45 guy uh, eric grahalis did you did you ever know yeah. eric that sounds yeah it sounds familiar and he was he went like 390 and zero in florida and then went to the big 10 and i don't know he never won the national championship he was an all-american which i think is a top six a few times yeah. but man people don't realize like you can be a four-time state champion and still be a fish in college like people have no idea yeah and and uh and when I talked to our head coach, Brian Smith at Mizzou, he, he really changed his mind. He said, I was the reason that he changed his mind on a lot of, um, on a lot of the ways that he recruited. You know, I think if you think about it, these coaches are recruiting 16, 17, 18 year olds, and they're going to be coaching 18, 19, 21, 22, 23 year olds in college. I mean, these young kids still haven't hit their, even their prime in wrestling. And I didn't hit my prime in wrestling until I was like 21, 22. So as long as you do the right thing in the classroom, first and foremost, so you can actually be on the team and right. get the grades, you're a decent human being. You operate with integrity. You, you have a moral compass. And then you work extremely hard and you do the right things and you have a willingness to listen. You're coachable. Um, you, you make weight. You, you're there for your teammates. You're a leader. These are all the intangibles that eventually – result in, in all American status. It's not always the four time state champion, the undefeated state champion from all these different states that end up doing well because sometimes those guys fizzle out in college because they took it too seriously in high school yeah. and they were talented, but they didn't have a passion for it. A guy like me, I wasn't that talented, but I have a, had a ton of passion for it. And that's uh that's where I found my success. And I think that's really why I'm having to why I'm continuing to have success in mixed martial arts. I wake up every single morning with a great gratitude to be able to do what I do and uh, just really enjoy my life and enjoy this, this way to make a living. So I'm going to, I'm going to squeeze every ounce of, of joy and, and contentment out of it as I can. And that's all going to culminate on Saturday night when I win this title. Michael Chandler, uh, part of two, uh, UFC 262. Uh, it's in toy. It's in uh, Houston at the Toyota center. The last time I was at the Toyota center, I was live there and uh, Matt Sarah caught GSP. Do you remember that? <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was one of the craziest upsets in UFC ever. fight history. A Matt Sarah didn't even believe he won. He's like, I just caught this bitch. This is GSP I caught. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that was uh, that was crazy. That, that was in Houston, huh? Yeah, that was in Houston. Yeah, that was yeah. in Houston. Uh, can I ask a question? How that, much well, he's not available. He's not He's not single. You can't ask him. Oh, no, that. that's not what I was going <laughs> to ask. Oh, I'm, oh sorry. Go I, I want to know how much weight you have to cut by, by Friday. Um, I am. I woke up 15 over. Oh my God, Today. Michael! Oh God. So. You better put the sauna suit on, Betty, and get some miles in, kid. I got, I got the sauna suit on under here. You just can't see it. Wow! But you, That's so you, crazy. so do you walk like you know you're you're fighting 55, but you like you're walking around now what 170? 167? 170. Are you freaking? It's Mike. It's Wednesday. No, I mean that's that's uh, I mean. You know, we got some media stuff till about you know one today. I'll get <laughs> I'll get my first workout in at one thirty. I'll probably lose six seven pounds. Um, then do another workout later, get six seven pounds. I'll net about eight pounds today. I'll wake up tomorrow about yeah. But don't don't walk five. up don't walk onto the scale like that one dude did, and then they threw him out. You know, 
Yeah, good. I'm glad. I've never, I've never missed, I never missed weight. My I think he's done this life, before. So. All right, so hold on. <laughs> you, in college, you never ever missed weight ever. No, it's not an option. Are no, you you're late right. to work. Are you late to work? Or you, you know, like you just got to do things right. It's you your know? job. You, you know, it's just part of your job. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, exactly. And it's and it's not even a skill. It's, you know, people say, well, you've done it so many times, you must have you. You're really skilled at it. It's like, well. No, I do my job. It, to, to me, not making weight is not an option. Well, you, and not you know, up and to the you fight know, is not an option. And you know your body. You've done this for so many years that you kind of got an equation as to where you need to be at what time you need to be, and it's just kind of like an equation. You know, you need to be, you know, day before you need to be within fifteen. You can lose seven or eight. 10, you know, you just you got it. You know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean that's 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 part of it. Obviously, the practice makes perfect, but also it's just the weight cut didn't start. You know, eight days ago, right. the weight the weight cut started eight weeks ago. The yeah, that means you roll around eighty. I mean, you roll around big ass eighty is what it means, buddy. When you're rolling around, you're I was rolling around eighty. I was hundred ninety. I was one hundred ninety one pounds probably. Seven, walking around, this guy's a two hundred pounder walking around the streets. This guy's a, <laughs> this guy's a handful. <laughs> I ain't I ain't a small lightweight. I'll tell you that much. No, you're you're actually on the other side of like you know like Connor. He's kind of and listen, I'm not trying to say anything bad about somebody who's just amazing, Connor, and, and promoter and the whole nine yards. But Connor probably at his heaviest rolls around probably, what, 80? Maybe. I yeah. think probably 176, 177. Yeah, he's not a, lot, he's not a big light. You are a giant lightweight. Like, you're a giant lightweight. Yeah, I don't have the, you know, I don't have the height. But, I, but I'm also kind of a wider guy, you know, as far as, like, muscular musculature, if you will. So that always makes me look a little bit shorter and a little bit, squattier and i fight with a really wide fight stance so that makes me shorter as well so like when i fought a guy like dan hooker dan hooker was six one he was tall as heck charles Oliveira is five ten five eleven i didn't see um, the hooker fight but i think it got stopped in the first didn't it yep two and a half minutes what'd you do did you did you, did you shoot on him and then ground him pound or did you knock him out uh knocked him out for real that's I'm not trying to tip your hand or anything, but Oliveira is a jiu-jitsu guy, I think. Are you, are you going to try to stand up? Are you going down with this guy? Every fight starts on the feet, and I'm going to stay on the feet for as long as, uh, you know, as, long as I'm, I'm having success there. I think, uh, I think I piece him up. I think as soon as he feels my power, uh, he's going to immediately retreat. I feel like he's going to get on his back foot. He's going to immediately look to, look to take me down, look to grab me. And he's just not going to be able to do it, in my opinion. So, um, you know, I think once he gets a little bit more tired, a little bit sweaty, a little bit uh, loosey-goosey, um, I'm, not, I'm not too afraid. To, I'm, I'm not afraid at all to take him to the ground, first of all. But second of all, it's just more, it's just more of a, a smart tactical plan to keep the, body, keep, the, keep the fight on the feet. Go hard to the body, go hard to the head, mix things up, smoke and mirrors, smoke screens. Throw some of those trap, throw some of those kicks in there like like what was that guys we had on here? What was the guy's name? Oh, broke his broken don't, Chris Weidman. Don't don't you oh, know, God. don't do your foot like that, buddy. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big kicker. You know, you're not you don't really see me throw much kicks. I got power in, in the hands and I'm I got that more of a Mike Mike Tyson style than I do that that kind of traditional did kickboxing. You, did you watch the water the waterman the Waterson uh, Rodriguez fight? I did, yeah. That was actually a really good fight. God, that was. Those, I got Don't get mad at me, but sometimes chicks fight better than you guys do, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I 100% agree, and I and I have a theory for that. I think a a um, they have a little bit better cardio because they have a little bit less muscle mass, right? So there's a little bit more, um, you know, their their ability to to have 
nitric oxide running through their blood, their uh, blood. And then secondly, I think there's a much less of a threat of a knockout. So they can be a little bit more wild, you know? Um, so obviously in, in men's fighting, there's just bone structure and the, the power that you, that they, that we, that we throw with. Um, there's always the, the chance of, of knockout. There's always a chance of a knockout in the female fight too. But when the, the two girls are 125 pounds, the chances of them knocking each other out are, are not that high. So great cardio. These girls are tenacious, tenacious as heck, and they can really throw caution to the wind a lot of times because there's not as much of a threat as a knockout. So I love, I love watching women's MMA. Um, as you said, they get after it a little bit more sometimes than the men do. So it's fun. We uh, we had Michelle on the week, you know, a couple of days before as we were helping her promote it. She's big. She calls the show in a lot. We love her. Got to just I think I thought she won four and five, and I really think that she, you know if one, two, and three could have been a push if she just didn't let the. Rodriguez chick get like the last 25 seconds of our, you know, each there was the whole one, two and three seemed like kind of a push, maybe Rodriguez, but then Rodriguez with like 20 to go before they hit the sticks, she'd do like a little, you know, on the fence kind of deal, get three or four. And then she gets the round. I don't know. I, I thought it was yeah. a great fight and we love the karate hottie. Yeah. Rodriguez. Uh, I gotta be honest. I've never seen her fight before. I mean, obviously I'd seen, I've seen Michelle Watterson fight a lot. Big fan of hers, but, um that Rodriguez, Rodriguez man she just rolling there stalking her went with that with that right yeah she's she's good I I realized that night she she's good because Michelle Waterson's a hard uh <clears throat> she's a hard style to fight as well yeah. so the way she the way she handled it um the power the punches and bunches the combinations the, the cardio she went for 25 hard minutes it was uh it was a good fight great performance now, are you going five rounds are you first, going right, five rounds sure. Michael are you five uh, yeah, we, our, our fight is five rounds. I don't believe we're going to go five rounds. Um, I'd like to finish them within the first two rounds because it's always nice to man, get a quick finish cool, and collect How cool is it, man, to be back at the hotel room way early with not a scratch on you, buddy? That's got to be the best, doesn't it? It's the best in the world, you know, because I think, I mean, the biggest thing, it's not even necessarily that you didn't take damage. It's more just about getting the win um, because mixed martial arts is so crazy. It's It's really... I mean, you, you mentioned Chris Weidman. I mean, Ugh. you mentioned you mentioned really bad decisions. You mentioned different injuries. The, the getting caught, getting knocked out when you're a thousand to one favorite, you're not supposed to lose, but boom, you get you get caught. Matt Sarah versus GSP. I mean, right. the the tumultuous nature and the just how unpredictable mixed martial arts is. That that feeling whenever the fight is over and there's no chance that you can lose anymore. That is the greatest feeling as an athlete, the greatest feeling on the planet Earth, probably, because no matter how hard you prepare, no matter how, how well you do, no matter how big of a favorite you are, there's always a chance, mm -hmm. be it slight sometimes, but there's always a chance that that fight could end and you could lose and you could wake up and be like, what just happened? And there's you know, so many I, it's happened to me. And there's yeah. so many instances of that. You could just sit here and cherry pick a whole bunch. And that's what makes UFC so unbelievable because you could yep. you could get a Matt Sarah GSP or you could get a you know, you can you or you could get a really good fight like uh, you know, Rodriguez Waterman, or you could get a quick knockout Chandler over Oliveira is what I'm saying. Do you have yeah, any? exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's and that's uh and that's why my wife my wife doesn't come to like the fight before me because there's no like my mom wants to get there and watch all the prelims because my mom's just kind of, you know, she she doesn't she's watched me compete since I was young or whatever. But my my wife is like if she gets there too early, she watches a fight, sees an injury, sees yeah, a knockout, right. and then sees how and it, and it reminds you how unpredictable it is. And You're she going into battle, and then she yeah, sees all so, that. She sees the blood on the canvas from the two fights before. She starts getting freaked <laughs> out. That's my husband's blood there. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. So. 
So it's it's a crazy sport, but we love it. I guess I guess I'll keep doing it. Do you have any uh, pre-fight rituals that you do every time, or not really? Okay. I mean, it's it's always it always is pretty much the same. So it all feels like a ritual. I mean, sure. I just get there, get ready, get warmed up. Um, it's not like you wear a certain I, something or. No, okay. no, none of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, because that's that's all kind of unpredictable at all. Sure. When you're as every... big and when you're as big a stud as this guy is, man, and remember you're wearing pink underwear or blue underwear, you're gonna whip some ass. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Right? That's the that's the goal. That's the goal. Hey, listen, know? but listen, um, Michael, if you do win, I mean, when you win, bitch, we'd like to have a follow up call. You know, saying, "Hey, we're your buddies and stuff. Don't forget about us, Bubba the Love Sponge." That sounds good to me. Um, it is uh, Michael Chandler. Of course, everything uh, related to Michael Chandler can be at his website, michaelchandler.com. He's a super great guy. He looks pretty tough. He's got cauliflower ears. I'm not messing with him. As soon as he <laughs> wins this weekend, he's the champion. And a lot of people don't know that you adopted, a, I think you adopted a little boy last year. And I don't know that a lot oh. of people, if, if you necessarily get, not that you're looking for credit, but it was just, it was really a neat story uh, about it. And I, could you, could you it give was me a few years ago, I think. Could you give me a little synopsis of it? Because I, I read I read it in preparing for you. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, it was it was a couple of years ago we adopted him, um, October 26, 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, he was nine months old. But ever since my wife was... Uh, a high schooler she she used to volunteer at an inner city mission in columbia missouri where she was from and she would take these little boys on dates she would take them to mcdonald's and take them to the park or you know they didn't these kids didn't really have structure in their life a lot of them didn't have didn't have fathers um or parents that were kind of out out of uh, out of the picture and uh a lot of them were african-american and she since she was 14 15 16 years, years mm-hmm. old she always wanted to adopt a little african-american boy that was on her heart um and when we got together, I was obviously open to it. Um, I hadn't ever really thought about adoption. I always wanted to have children of, of you know, my, my own biological children, if you will. Um, and, uh, you know, we prayed about it. We talked about it. We, we did a lot of research, sought wise counsel. At 1.40 p.m., about a year later, a year into the process, 1.40 p.m., we got an email said, congratulations, you're eligible to adopt. Wow. At 1.46 p.m., six minutes later, we got a phone call. Um, that said, hey, congratulations, but by the way, there's this case uh, down in Texas that we think fits your preferences perfectly. They sent us a picture. Immediately, my eyes welled up with tears, and I looked at my wife. I said, that's my son, um, and I, I just had this feeling, um, and now he is, uh, he is the light of our lives. He is the greatest human being on the planet. He is going to change the world. He's going to speak to his generation. He's going to be le- a leader in his generation because he just has a calling on his life, and he's an amazing young man. So he uh, he's got great. You know what? He's got happy. and he's got a great support system as well, and a pretty kick-ass dad. Anybody wants to start any problems at school, I'll bring my dad here and kick some ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's great, and man, we uh, you already got him doing mat it. time. You got him doing mat time already? No, not really. I mean, he's he's in football, flag football. He's in t-ball. He's in, he's doing soccer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have a gym in Nashville. Um, so maybe this maybe this summer I'll get him on the mats and stuff, but. You know, to me, martial arts is fun and wrestling is great, but I think it really, you know, it, we'll see if he's got, if he takes to it, you know, right. if he doesn't, I'm completely okay with that. Right. If he doesn't take the sports, he takes the arts or music or whatever. We do live in music city. We live in Nashville. So there is a no, no shortage of musical talent there. So we'll see. God's got a big plan on his life and I'm just here to be the, the facilitator. Chandler Oliveira for the strap this coming Saturday, UFC 262. Mike, uh, good luck to you, buddy. And more importantly, I'd love to have you back on promoting whatever you're doing, including your next fight or uh, or to celebrate the victory here. And, and good luck with your little son and, and your wife. And 
Uh, pleasure to meet you, bud, and I'm, I'll be watching this Saturday night. Hope you kick some ass, bud. Yes, sir. That's the plan. Thank you, Bubba, man. I'll see you at the top. Hey, Thank good luck you. to you, bud. You're a great person. Thank you, guys. Thank I'm you, working bud. on it. All right, man. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, Bubba. Bye-bye. God, that guy kicks ass, man. I, I sent you a picture of his family. It's too it's That too guy's precious. just straight yeah, money. That. It's too precious. I love that guy. Yeah. So Lando is supposed to be uh, calling here. Oh, so I'm zooming. Oh, Land- Blitz, you got to get me all. I am right now, yeah. Lando Venata. Lando Venata from River Ridge. That's all you need to know, right? R- River Ridge High School alum. <clears throat> yeah. Now, when did he move to Florida? He moved when he was 13, I think. Where did he move from, New Jersey? Yeah. Uh, Neptune, New Jersey, yeah. I don't know that he moved into to Florida pa- at 13. In, pa- in Pasco <clears throat> County. To Newport Richie, really, in 2010. That's yeah, what so he went from Cape New Jersey I'm going to come in there, Newport- dude, but I can't connect. All right, fine. <clears throat> he went from, new-, he went from new-, new Jersey to Newport Richie. And he's currently in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's where, all- like, that's where Karate Hottie trains. Yep. Well, that's where Jackson Winklevoss is located, so... That's uh, uh, where a lot of them do. John Jones is out there. Isn't oh, yeah, isn't that. John Jones the greatest of all time? The greatest of all, some would say. People are saying. Yeah, like, who would win in a John Jones versus Randy Couture? John Jones. I Tito. mean, you can't compare the new age guys to the old age guys because the, the level of skill, they, they paved the way, the old guys. It's just tough to say. Skill and training. Yeah, just, skill just and training, diet, and, and finances. I mean, they're, they're able to live a different lifestyle now than those guys were. Those guys were mechanics. And then, uh, you know, till 5 o'clock yeah. at night and then training for four hours and then, you know, w- weekend warrioring it. Has yeah. John Jones ever lost a fight? Um, uh, not legitimately. No, what do you really? Mean, what do you mean legitimately? He got uh, disqualified. Oh, because of uh, drugs? Yeah. Or weed, I thought. I think I guess that becomes a no contest. Or now, whatever. is Dana and John Jones there at odds? Are they not? Yeah, he does have one loss, and it was a, a DQ. I think he needed down opponent now, or something. But, like that. Yeah, he, uh, he fucking okay. yeah. <clears throat> what like twelve to six on a motherfucker? Illegal downward elbow on Matt Hamill in two thousand. That's not even really a loss. And he's know? got a no contest against Cormier because of uh, now. What's the big sexy matchup? Jones versus that one guy and Ganyu, and Ganyu will smash him. Ganyu will beat John Jones. Uh, yes. The what? guy who won this last time? He's too too powerful. There's no way Jones can match his power. I don't care h- how fast he is. What, what, do you think gonna, what do you think Lando would say? I think we'll he's out. I think he's going to, well, he's probably trains with Jones, so I think he will be on Jones' side because yeah. he's, he's Jackson Wink MMA. So yeah, that would be smart. That, I, there's no way he goes against Jones. How often, do you, say, think, how often w- do you think Lando sees Jones? Every day? Uh, probably once a Well, not these days. Probably not as much. But he's when, trying to connect, Bubba. You gotta when Jones accept. is training, probably once a week, twice a week. I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, if is, John Jones, is John Jones kind of the enforcer there? No. Oh, hold on. Here's, Land- uh, here's Lando right there. It looks like he's uh, in a tanning bed or something. Hold on. It looks like he's going to kick her ass. It looks like he's going to kick my ass. I, know. Like. He is. I don't want any problems with this guy, okay? He's smiling Hold on. Let me see now. here. Oh, he's, oh, oh, now he's, he's doing flexing. A, now he's, oh, he's flexing. Yeah, hold on. I'm scared. I gotta, I gotta, hold on. I'm going to hook up with you here, buddy. Don't And, and you're Newport Richie, so I'm, I'm, I'm Pasco County friendly. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> <clears throat> hold on. I'm trying to get him hooked up. We've been having a lot of UFC guys on. Oh, yeah. Okay, mute. Um... Okay, mute. Looking thick and rugged there. He is looking thick and rugged. Hey, Says unmute. Relax, I'm trying to unmute. I'm trying to get it going. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Alt, Alt M. Start video. 
He's is it working? Oh, no. Hold on, there he is. Oh, it was on your end, Lando, not my end, buddy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm going to get John Jones to beat your ass at camp. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, oh, come on, Lando. You think you could take John Jones? Don't even lie. I don't. Don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the right answer, buddy. I'll tell you right now. If John Jones walks up to you at the Albuquerque camp and says, hey, motherfucker, you're talking some shit about me. I'm going to whip your ass. Do you just say, please, John, don't. I don't, fuck, I don't want any of these problems. John, have a seat. Let's discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> John, let's get high and not worry about this yeah. bullshit, okay? <laughs> hey, Lando. What's what, up, man? Hey, uh, you know, we're from Tampa. Obviously, you're from Newport Rich. Well, not you're from oh, Jersey, yeah. Newport Richie. I, I, well, yeah, but I, I grew up mo most of my life. I lived in Florida. What was it yeah, like? New, new, what was it like? I, I grew up listening to your show a bit, man. You did? Yeah, of course. You, of course. I, you probably know a real good friend of mine, uh, Eric Garhalis. I know of him. I know of Eric. He was a bad motherfucker. And then he tried I, to... I watched him I watched him lay cradle people in the state finals in two thousand and nine. I went I man, I think it was bad. I went his senior year, he was like seven thousand and zero or some bullshit. And it was at yep. Lake it was at Lakeland, the state finals. And I, yep. I know a little bit about wrestling, but not a lot. But I know that a grapevine is some bad shit. And it's kind of like disrespectful to get a guy in a grapevine, you know, like it's it makes yeah. a guy look like a fish, you know. And, and I said, hey, Eric, do you think you can? Now, this is a state final. So you're not dealing with a bunch of, you know, you're dealing with some guys. And I said, do you think you can get a grapevine? And he says, I can get a grapevine on every one of the guys if I wanted to. But I'm only going to do it to one because you get a lot of heat on the deal. Yeah, that dude would. State finals, state championships. He would literally do whatever he wanted to to whoever he wrestled. And then he went to Michigan. Then he went to Michigan, and uh, he never won the he never won the NCAA's. But I think he was an All American. Nah. Did he? Did he All American? I think I think he was an All American two years. I, the problem with Eric was, you know, he probably would have been a national. He probably would have been a national champion at thirty seven. But he just always wanted, you know, he was a. He, he he was horrible at cutting weight, and he wanted to roll around fifty five. And I mean, thirty seven and fifty five are just eons apart. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I get that. When I went to college, I went for a semester at a D one school, and I wrestled eight matches and one hundred and seventy four pounds and went for an eight. <laughs> you were hundred. You were one hundred and seventy four. Oh no, I was more than one hundred and seventy four. That's just what I recommend. Wow. So, so where are you on your weight cut now? You're fighting 145 at 262, right? Yep, yep. You look you look spent. Close, you, you look spent. You look tired like you've been running yeah, about 5,000 fucking miles. No, I look tired like I just, I just rolled up. I just put up the bed. <laughs> I'm still in bed, man. That's all you're like, That's how he I'm rolled. Chilling, he he said, fuck cutting weight. I'm in bed, bitch. <laughs> uh, I got some time. Well, I'm not trying to be a dick or nothing, but this guy you're fighting, I mean, if you if you don't beat him, I'm never talking to you again. Yeah. I'm just telling you that right now. Rightfully so. I mean, this guy, I mean, you should fucking take this guy, and then then you need to go right to, like, maybe the Mitchell kid. Fight that guy, and then, then right up to the Rodriguez Whoa. fucking whatever. Hey, Bubba, it's like you've been on my man. Groovy versus Thug Nasty. Yeah, you that's, beat, a, that's a good kind of fight. You beat this British guy to just beat the fuck out of him and then go to Mitchell, beat the shit out of him, and then go to maybe Ortega or Max, right to fucking Max. 
That's a jump. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you I'm know. about it. No, it's you don't. Jump. You know what, man? It's hey, not a jump hey, for... we're gonna we're gonna hire you as a matchmaker for these. Hi, hey Dana, it's Bubba, and by the way, Dana and our friends. Hey, listen, I got this fucking Lando guy all figured out. He just whipped this guy's fucking British ass, whipped the fuck out of him, fight of the night, 25K bonus, the whole nine yards. And then we're going to fucking have fight Mitchell. He'll whip Mitchell, make it three or five rounds, I don't give a fuck. And then uh, we're going to bring him up to uh, probably either Ortega or Max. And then and then, then the rest is history. He'll have the strap, and, you know, he'll be a fucking $400,000 a night guy. When we get off this call, we're just going to do a Dana, and we're going to take that. The thing about Dana is he'd probably appreciate you talking to him like that. He probably would appreciate Everybody's always kissing his ass and shit. If you just talk Dana straight up, he, that's what works best with him. Hey, Dana's a cool guy, man. Cool dude. We have Dana on all the time, and he is like – he is the cool – when I was on Sirius XM, they used to fly me out there – at the, and I'd stay at the Mandalay, and then they had this little studios, and I'd have all, like, Couture and fucking Franklin and, and all the old-timers. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and it was just, and they don't even need the promotion now because they're such a machine. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you, Lando, how do you match, you know, how do you match your entrance into UFC with the Ferguson? Like, everything else is just kind of a fucking letdown, ain't it? Shit. Uh, I don't know, man, like. The, the second the second one was even a bigger step up. And uh, did you see the second part? The knockout, the spinning kick. Yeah, that fucking spinning heel kick. <sighs> How do I top that? That's the question. Hey, I watched I watched your friend and a friend of mine. We had her on the air last Thursday. The karate hottie. God, you know, fuck. I hey. she fucking hung in there, did she not? That was a close fight. You know what? I, she won. She won four and five. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. that up kick in five almost knocked the bitch out. And, the, and if, <laughs> if, if, if she lost the fight on the final 30 seconds of rounds one, two, and three, that fucking Rodriguez bitch would just have like a little let, late late round burst against the deal, and that would give her the deal. I was so fucking mad about it. It was close, man. It, was, it would have been nice to see her win that fight. You know, it's, with that fight, it's just she was so undersized fighting at flyweight. Being like she's a small feather or small strong weight already, and then not having the cut, the other girl not having the cut makes the size difference even that bigger. Now you know you're a you're a decent size lightweight, but you're a fucking Andre the Giant yeah. for forty five. Hey, I know. I'm excited. What do you weigh right now? Uh, uh, fully unclothed, wiener hanging out. What do you fucking weigh now? Fifty five. Hundred and eighty. No, bitch, you don't weigh one eighty. <laughs> what do you weigh right now? Right now, bro. I didn't. I didn't. I'm telling you, I just woke up. I didn't even get out of my bed yet. All right. Well, I know you weighed before you went to bed. You probably drifted too. So what are you? Yeah. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say high fifties. High fifties. High fifties. So you have fourteen pounds to lose between now and tomorrow at noon. Yeah, eleven. Can you do it? Oh yeah, I've done big, I've done bigger cuts than But don't be like that guy that got on the scales a couple weeks ago and they fucking threw him right uh, on out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're an exciting fighter, great. but missing weight is uh is Dana's oh, yeah. pet you, peeve. You wanna man. fucking you wanna get on Dana's doghouse, buddy. <laughs> You'll be right back in Newport fucking Richie, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I've showed up to fight week before for lightweight at like a four pounds. One seventy four. Yeah, nineteen pounds per cut. So this time, much closer. I know you're and in bed now. I know you're. I know you're in bed now. It'll come off. It'll come off. 
I know you're in bed now, but today is going to be a motherfucker, ain't it, buddy? It's all about just running 7,000 miles. And I mean, right? I mean, you just stay in bed a few more minutes because today is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that bad, man. It's not that bad. Tomorrow morning is just going to suck. Tomorrow morning, what? Uh, up at 5, and then you got to weigh in. Yep. At, up at 5, fucking sauna willy with, you know. Couple, yep. couple finger, yep. couple fingers down the throat, Jones, and next thing you know, <laughs> man, no, it's, it's you can't, you can't sleep the night before. You just lay here. You're cramping you up, right? Visible. You just look at no pictures water. of food all yeah. night. You're just hungry and thirsty. How about sex? No sex. <laughs> you want to talk about no libido, man? Go, go, drop ten pounds of water. Have have you have you ever considered taking like a sleep aid the night before weigh in or yeah. are you allowed to? Uh, people use melatonin a lot. Yeah, melatonin won't yeah, even scratch the surface with me. I need the industrial shit. <laughs> well, what are you using, Bubba? Oh, uh, what it. is he oh, using? An ambient, a couple K-pins, fucking half a Zanny, yeah. a little bit of weed. Fucking right, I'm right yeah. where you need to be. I'll a... wake up and then I'll wake up at Miller and be like, all right, let's finish way cut. Weigh-ins already over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lando will fight uh, Mike uh, Grundy, and yes. they're both unranked, but this is going to get fucking Lando a chance to— I, I mean, realistically, I was talking about what the natural progression would be, but, you know, you guys are both unranked. But, I mean, I think when you whip this guy's ass, I mean, you, you probably get like a, like a Mitchell or somebody like that, won't you? That's what I think. I think top 15 are really damn close to it. And then you only got to – and you go to, like, the 7-8 guy, Mitchell, and then then you're up there in the conversation with Max and, and Rodriguez and things, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all about football. I can beat this guy, and if I beat him at a boring way, it ain't got to do shit. So, are you going to choke so this guy go, out? Are you going to choke Grundy you know out? Are you going to strike Grundy to death, or are you going to fucking submit him? Yeah, we'll see what happens, but it would be beautiful just to go out there and start to Mazdal style. Bam. Would you rather punch? Would you rather stop the fight by punch or by choke out? Always punch. Are you big Always on calf punch. kicks? <laughs> not anymore. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I'm not big on getting hit with them. Say that. <laughs> Man, we had we had Weedman on uh, the, the the Thursday. Uh, Weidman too. Well, oh, I mean Weidman, Chris Weidman, poor <laughs> fucking guy. I mean, man, that's that's brutal. I couldn't even watch it too. Like, what uh, was it? Oh my god. Bro, mm. so sad. Does that make you double think doing a calf kick? No, this guy's fucking calf nah. kick. He's yeah, got... it's like the chance of that happening is so slim. Lando isn't a calf kicker. He's more of a back healer kind of guy. Doesn't he? You like to hit with that fucking ba- uh, that spinning back fucking heel deal. I, I like kicking people in the head. <laughs> you like kicking people right in the fucking face, don't you? That's what I'm fucking saying, man. You knocked that one dude yeah. out that when you knocked him the fuck out, like you didn't even have to go up on him. Like a lot of times you knock a guy out, then you got to kind of get back on him and lay some fucking 12 to sixes. Well, you just, the one dude just went right to fucking sleep. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> the walk off KO is the most beautiful moments of my life. You got, you got, now when you, when you uh, do something like that, do you get fight of the night and punch of the night and everything? You get performance of the night. You get an extra 50K. Oh, there you go. Now, there you go. Now, not bad. Now, Lando, not you, bad. you step off the scale tomorrow. You're right at 145.8. What's the first thing you, you eat and drink? Uh, we, got, we got some rehydration. 
Yeah, but dehydration. Yeah. And then, we do that. We do liquids for like three hours, and then, and then after that, we'll start. Eating. I mean, you you kind of got to be as much when you when you're making weight like that, and your body's starving. You got to be kind, and you and you got to fight the next day. You got to kind of be. It's somewhat of an edge. It's you got to be kind of smart on what you put in your body because your body is just yeah. you know like you just can't go eat some fucking fries or some shit like I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's easy to do a city weight cut on the back end. You know, it's, it's really easy to just be like cut all the weight. And then go eat at Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> just feel like trash. Unlimited yeah, sal- that's, salad that's and breadsticks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They had the breadsticks. When's the last time you were back in Florida, Lando? September. Oh, really? Yeah, I was down there September. Yeah, for like a few weeks. You know Rob Kahn? Yeah, I feel like that. He owns, he owns the Gracie Tampa franchises, like all the Gracie places around here. Yeah, I, how do I know that name? I definitely know the name. I, I can't place the face right now. I think he trained Matt Arroyo or something like that. I, 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 yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, Grace Tampa. Great yeah. Tampa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like when you visit, do you roll up into an, another dojo or whatever and fucking hang out or, you know, just stay? Your- I, go, I go and visit my buddy, my buddy PJ. Um, like, no boo and I out, guys, over in Newport Ridge, and they make two black belts over there. Didn't you? Didn't you go to high school? Didn't you go to high school with our producer that's here? Josh. Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you kick his ass? Did you used to kick his ass? Was Was Josh pretty tough, or was he a fish? Man, he's so much bigger than me. It's hard to kick his ass. And he's a filthy Chilean too. I mean, he's got a temper on him. You want to talk about? I kick his ass in sprints all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he beat me in sprints all the time, Bubba. What did What did Lando wrestle uh, in high school? Wait, one fifty five, one sixty five, I think. Uh, one, one fifty two, and then one seventy one. Jeez, and you got yeah. fat your senior year. I didn't cut any weight. <laughs> I was jacked though. You're I was jacked. lifting a lot. You know what I'm saying? You imagine how much ass he was getting too. I bet the girls were going crazy all on Pasco. him. All, all, all that Pasco, pa- oh, all that Pasco County ass. <laughs> yeah, he's a Pasco fifteen. <laughs> he's a Pasco fifteen. <laughs> he's got his teeth tattoos, and he's a fighter. That's fucking straight spreading for a Pasco girl right there. You know what I'm saying, bro. The lollipop. <laughs> he, he goes lollipops, he, oh, and lollipop. you know at lollipops, oh, God, man, lollipop. there are no rules at lollipops. Oh, man. Right, you just right, you just right. the, you just give the bouncer twenty bucks, and you get head and everything in the back. Or calendar girls, yeah. assets, <laughs> brass yes. flamingo, Ryan does them all. Brass there. Oh yeah, my neighbor used to work there. You don't mess with him. Hey, listen, motherfucker. When you win this weekend, we want to have a, a return, uh, you know, interview. Just saying that, well, you know, don't forget about us when you get big time, asshole. <laughs> Yo, next time I'm down in Florida, let's make it happen first. Yeah, yeah, I'll fucking rear naked choke your shit right let's on go. out. Let's go. Yo, let's do it. You hey, can't do it over the Zoom, hey, though, hey, so hey. we got to see you in person. I was, I was talking shit to Rob Khan <laughs> one time. Let's I'm like, flex on you real quick, Bubba. Oh, pop that shit, cousin. Oh, jeez. Hey, one time, one <laughs> time, I was talking shit to Rob Kahn, you know, and he's a Gracie black belt. He's old as shit, but he's still tough <laughs> as fuck. And I'm like, you know, whatever. I wrestled high school. That motherfucker tapped me out in eight seconds. Eight seconds. Yeah. That's how much of a fish I am. The problem is with right. you, with, we started in, I was on his guard or half guard or some bullshit. And the way that you can survive with these guys is to not go on offense. Because the minute you go on offense, then they use their offense, your offense, to fuck you up. If you just sit there like a little turtle, you got a little bit of a yeah. chance. 
You know what I'm I'll tell you, I'll tell you the best advice you gotta go against like an old school jujitsu black belt. Fetal position. Yeah, just get in like a little turtle. You think super tight ball. Yeah, just get in fucking real tight and be and then, then they just can't do nothing. Grab those ankles. Can't. Can't, can't get your limbs, you can't get your neck. <laughs> Yeah, and he got me in a fucking wrist lock, which I think is a real fish move. Like, if you get caught with a wrist you know, lock, you're a real fish, aren't you? Hey, man. I mean, we don't, we don't say nice things about people that wrestle with wrist lock. What do you catch guys in? Like, what's your signature Lando move? Oh, they call me in my they, they just call me leg lock Lando. Leg lock Lando? That's what the girls call you. What the wrestlers call you. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> got you out of bed, bitch. Yeah. At least I got you out of bed. We're gonna at least start burning calories now. Come you know, on, man, hey man. Hey, you made you made today's morning a little bit better. Good. So when you win next week, bitch, and you after you get done icing your face down, well, you're not gonna have no damage on your face. But I'd say by Tuesday, when you got your legs underneath you, call me back up, and we'd love to say hi to you. What's your prediction, Lando? Sure, sure. Lando, sure, what's your what's your prediction? Fucking head kick spotted. First round, second first round. round. First, second, third. I'm saying, second. I'm saying early second. Do you do you visualize I, I the fight? Do you play it out in your head like? Oh, so many times. Yeah. yeah. Now, Lando, are yeah. you a fist bumper or not? Because some dudes will give the guy like, okay, right before you start, like I got you. But then some motherfuckers just fist come just come right on in, like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> you know, man. Unless I unless I got beef, I'm obviously fist bump. Yeah, but, but Gundy you... seems like a nice guy. But so do you guys? We'll, it's, do you we'll, can you we'll can you death, we'll can you feel it out? Like if you can you can probably feel it out pre-fight whether the guy wants to be kind of cool or not, can't you? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Do you ever get the guy like a guy pre-fight when Herb Deeb's telling you all the shit and he'd be like, "I'm gonna fuck your shit up, motherfucker! Look at that bullshit haircut of yours, you cow flower ear motherfucker! I'm gonna kick your ass!" <laughs> like they ever say that? Is it, have you watched my fights with Bobby Green? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, you have to tell Karate Hottie that we you are on our show because she loves our show because we don't bull because we're fucking cool. And we talked to her last week and will you tell her that we, we absolutely love her? And she, by the way, she's got a nice ass, does she not? I'll plead the fifth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know her husband's uh, tough and, and he sometimes will be doing a Zoom with her and he'll come chiming in there. We're like, oh, we're sorry, buddy. I mean, <laughs> you talk about your wife's ass like that. So, Lando, Jones, Jones and Ganyu, who do you got? Be be real. Be real. I know Jones. That, that's not even happening yet. But if it if it happens, if it happens in a hypothetical situation, I don't know, man. I mean, like, like to be, I could say funny stuff, but to be real, like Francis could knock him out, and John could break him probably. So I don't know. Who's the greatest of all time? Me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> let's get you fucking right. Let's get you a fight with Mitchell before we're saying that shit. Come on, Lando. All right. Deal. Listen, honest to God, good luck this weekend. And more importantly, you know, we uh, we're huge fans of you, Lando. We're so we're so very proud of you coming out of this area. And and more importantly, when you when you do well this past weekend after in a couple weeks or so, give us a call back just for us to bullshit and promote what else you got going on, bud. Let's do it, man. I'll be in touch. All right, Lando. Thank you, buddy. Good luck this weekend. Good luck. Thanks, man. Good luck. Bye, buddy. Thank you. Peace. What a great guy. I like that motherfucker. He's yeah, he's cool. cool. He's a regular he's dude. He's fucking chilled. 
He's just laying in bed. You probably had a girl blowing him. Yeah, oh my probably. God. Yeah. She was That's in the bathroom the excited. whole time. That's how you lose a few ounces. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Brian knows. Yep. Yeah. And that's how I make weight. <laughs> Dumping Same sperm. Before he gives her a court case, you guys make weight. Yeah, that's it, man. Before Bubba a big trial. For that. <laughs> He's got coconut oil. I wish we would have had a little better of a connection. Yeah, he yeah. needed to bring that phone a little closer to his face, but that's okay. Where's my like, Hey, uh. He, he got honest attention when hey, he did that peck. That peck flex. Yeah, hey, I mean, like, Lando, right did you, did you not get the Wi-Fi option there in the hotel? I mean, no. what the fuck? He got the free willy. Bonnie, <laughs> he did have one hell of a fucking body on him, didn't he? Yeah, they all, well, not all, but he did for sure. Mm-hmm. Tim Silva didn't. No, oh, Derek Lewis Tim doesn't, but you got to get Derek Lewis, Lewis on the Lewis. on the phone. You gotta, oh, my God. You my got, balls was hot. Come on, man. Get Derek who? Lewis and Bubba would be the greatest, either the greatest interview ever or the worst interview ever. But either way, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Who's that guy? My balls was Derek hot. Derek the Beast Lewis. <laughs> so, somebody sent me He's some. working on it. Yeah, he's got to make Hold that on. one What's happen. What's his name? Daniel the Beast Lewis. Derek. Derek. Lewis. Lewis. Hold on. Uh, Derek. Caveman sending you something right beast. now. It'd Lewis. either go one of two ways. You'd go all Dion, try to go Dion smooth with him. I don't know if he'd buy into that. I don't go smooth with people. Yeah, with certain. No, no, no you never do. He doesn't do that. With certain Stop people, him. you Stop do. Him. Did I go smooth with this guy? No, you didn't have no. to. He's <laughs> Newport. I'm here with the oh, I know who this guy. He's one of the greatest of all time. He just had a fight. Well, they're talking about him for the championship next if uh, the Jones fight doesn't happen. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I want this guy on the air. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got knocked this Russian motherfucker out because they're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin and shit. Fuck what they're talking about. You I can't get this guy on. I can't get this guy on fucking fast enough. I can't get this guy on fast enough. I'm saying this whole fuck. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. <laughs> 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 He's the realest, Bubba. The realest. I, uh, fuck what you talking about right now. I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. <laughs> I ain't trying to fight for no title. No gas tank Is this after he won? Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Saying, he's saying he doesn't have the gas tank to do it. He's he's the realest fighter so, in the UFC. Right now. Is, he, is he heavyweight? Yeah. yeah. I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. No, no gas tank like that. Shit. <laughs> Now could, now, could this guy fight John Jones? No, he's going to fight in Ganyu next. John if, Jones if the is, Jones fight doesn't happen. Isn't it Jones 205, though? Yeah, this guy's yeah, like 260. Jones is going to be going up in weight. He'll he'll be fighting his walking around weight, which is an advantage because Ganyu's got to cut a few LBs to make weight, and Jones won't have to cut anything. I know, anything. but like after 205, and that goes like to two. I think the, the 275 is, is the cut. The off 265, off. I think. All right, 265. And this is what this guy is. And that's, yeah, Beast is right at the limit. Now, how good is this guy? He's great. He, oh, and, and he's yeah. fun, and he's exciting, and he's a great fighter. And he's real as fuck. Real as oh, fuck. Three, three years in prison. Thanks for having me. Hey, maybe next week or sometime, or two weeks from now, I'm going to come on your show and smoke some weed with you. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, sir. Anytime.
My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 